you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel. And here we are. My goodness, it's now October of 2020. Where has this year gone? Especially for those of us in the travel and hospitality industry. We're here now, our fourth quarter. Definitely interesting, um, but super excited. So today is going to be a solo show. Uh, I will be going over what we're kind of seeing. As, you know, I talked before about what we were seeing as far as fall travel trends, but then looking ahead as to what we can expect for holiday travel. Some might argue it's a little too soon, uh, but it definitely we are in the thick of things. And before we know it, it's actually going to be the end of 2020, which maybe some of us might have a sigh of relief for that. But um, yeah, I definitely want to go over a bit of the trends and kind of the outlook and what we're seeing and what we can expect for holiday travel for this year. But uh, before we dive into all of that, I do want to say be sure to stay tuned because over the next couple of weeks, we have some amazing interviews uh, with some great, talented people within the hospitality industry, uh, CEOs, owners of different hotel companies, all of that. And um, so stay tuned. In the meantime, let's go ahead and dive into fall travel trends and what to expect for holiday travel this year of 2020. So a couple weeks ago, I actually did a little bit of a recap and really was diving into what we were seeing for these fall travel trends. And really what we were seeing is that people are still eager to travel. And September was proving to be the busiest fall travel month. Um, But, you know, as this fourth quarter sort of kicks in and we're winding down for the holidays, what is that going to look like? Is it too early to start thinking about holiday travel? I mean, not entirely. Traditionally speaking, before when people would uh, book their holiday travel, they would generally book it about six months prior. And we're definitely well past that window. Um, So what is it looking like? Um, The research firm Morning Consult actually did a study recently and they found that 47%, so nearly half half of all families, said that they will cancel holiday get-togethers this year. A lot of them will be shifting from in-person celebrations to virtual celebrations. They'll be eating separately, maybe via Zoom even, (laughs) watching football games on TV, being played in empty stadiums, because let's face it, that is the reality, Uh, and even opening gifts separately, but sent by delivery trucks. So it's certainly an understatement saying that this year will be different. It absolutely will be different. One of the biggest things that um, I think that we can all kind of see really represents the holiday season or certainly the end of the year and the start of the new year is uh, the New Year's Eve Times Square uh, celebration with the big Times Square ball drop. Well, Big news for this, for the first time in more than 100 years, New York City will not be hosting their New Year's Eve Times Square ball drop. Uh, Instead, they are going to be doing a virtual celebration, and they're really hoping to bring this to viewers' homes. Uh, They're planning basically a scaled-back version of the event that will have live performances just without the crowds. So, wow. Wow. Guys, things are definitely shifting. Um, So 
But this is what we can think about. You know, for those that might still be on the fence, are we going to celebrate the holidays? Are we not going to celebrate the holidays? I think it might be fair to say that we might have a second wave or an extension of a wave uh, continue. Certainly, depending on where you are in the world, we're certainly seeing a second wave happen throughout Europe. And I think that we can likely expect the same in the United States. Um, But that being said... Do you cancel your holiday plans altogether or do you still go through with them but modify? And and that's a legitimate question because a lot of factors go into it. It, it. The factors go in how you're going to get there. The other factor is who you might be seeing, how many people you might be seeing, what are the activities? So it's hard to say a blanket yes or no answer in regards to that. But um, I think there are a couple reasons why you should still consider holiday travel right now um so three big reasons really right now holiday fares are cheap so as i mentioned kind of at the beginning of this um if we if we we didn't have the pandemic right now if you were trying to buy your holiday flights the prices for the tickets would be astronomical but right now what we're seeing as far as from a fare perspective peak holiday flights are still significantly cheaper than in a normal year. How cheap? I mean, what we're seeing is that some fares are about half the price of a normal peak season ticket. So, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Now, going off of that, what we're also seeing is travel policies are becoming far more consumer friendly. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I had uh, talked about, and we'd also seen it all in the news, United, Delta, American, JetBlue, they had all followed what Southwest Airlines had really been doing for a very long time, and they got rid of their change fees. And this was huge because basically this is giving customers confidence in booking flights because they know that they have a more flexible rebooking policy, that cancellation policies are a bit more in their favor. Now, I mean, obviously it's, again, not a blanket statement, but there is a lot that is working for uh, consumers, especially. And and so I think certainly for, for hotels and, you know, other companies that even if they're even venturing into doing mini events, you have to keep in mind these cancellation policies and be flexible. That is right now the only thing that will raise consumer confidence. Um, Another reason to book flights now, I mean, is really we're finding that there are still a lot of options. So if you book now, it'll definitely be better than if you book later. Because even though passenger traffic has plummeted, keep in mind, there are just less flights overall. So if you are okay with canceling last minute, it's... You have some pretty decent options if you want to book now. Um, Again, it all depends on the situation. Um, But these are kind of arguments as to why it would actually be good to to look into booking now. Now, for that being said, for any any of us that might be uneasy, could you wait to book? Honestly, you probably could. In a normal year, that might be a deal breaker to wait till the last minute, or should we say a wallet breaker? Um, But this year, it's going to be a little bit different. Ultimately, obviously, we never know how the prices and availability are going to actually shake out closer to the time. But, you know, flexibility is always key. And if you are 
game to sort of travel when maybe others might not be traveling, uh, that always works in your favor. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to go over for this this uh, week's podcast. I would be really curious to hear and find out what you have to say in regards to um, to holiday travel. I know it's, we never thought that we would be here. <laughs> March 2020, we didn't think that we would be here. And by the way, for those of you that have been listening, the first time that I actually talked about the pandemic or the corona, coronavirus was, I think I actually recorded it the end of January. So the last week of January and the episode went out the first week of February. So my goodness, <laughs> interesting to see how far we have come. But, you know, as with all things, uh, you know, we will get past it. I, I don't know if I've said this on here, but it's certainly worth a mention, especially right now, um, not even from a consumer perspective, from, but from the perspective of being in the hospitality industry. You know, we're getting another wave of people doing layoffs and people are freaking out and and, and rightfully so, you know, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty, but I kind of view the recovery of the travel industry almost like a slingshot. And it's like, right now we're, we're kind of in the going back, you know what I mean? The pulling back or like the receding down, down, down. But at some point we'll get out of it and people will sort of have the green light to travel again be excited to travel again, feel safe to travel again. And it is just going to go go and grow exponentially. So really, you know, as far as, um, you know, if you're, you're within the industry, the name of the game right now is to just maintain and sustain. If you are in the rare circumstances that you are thriving, good for you. Um, but if you're not, know that it obviously is temporary. Um, and you know, really the point of why I've been sharing not only these podcasts, but you know, if you follow me on other, my other social media handles on LinkedIn, you know, I do these travel industry updates because in paying attention to what's going on, it gives us a little bit of insight to the future. And even if it's little glimmers of hope, it's something to know that we will get through this. So, um, so yeah, so that being said, uh, those are just some of the things that we are seeing in regards to fall travel as well as holiday travel moving forward. Um, that's it for this week's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. And again, be sure to stay tuned over the next couple of weeks. We have some amazing guests lined up. It's going to be really exciting. Lots of great information. Um, and, you know, really just learning from each other. That is the best way to, you know, just enhance our knowledge. So with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you soon.